Runner on first base, two outs, and the pitch. The runner goes. The throw down to second base, the tag, he is out. And that is another caught stealing. Do you find yourself with extra time? Maybe you're a little bit bored. You already did your errands. You finished your set at the gym. It's a good time to do Instacart. If you don't know what Instacart is, you basically are a paid shopper. If you go to Instacart.com, download the shopper app, enter Eric M601BA. That's E R I C K M 601B as in boy, A as in apple, and you get the process started. It's a real quick background check, and it's Really simple. It's real easy. Instacart makes it really simple. Download the shopper app, enter the referral code, and you're a shopper. What's What's going on, y'all? What's going on? I'm back for a special episode here called Stealing with E. Marquez. The reason being is because the last few episodes I did some things about organizations and about how organizations are bad, how about a lot of these organizations are bad, how uh, the networks. I also did some things regarding uh, uh, Caribbean series and some new developments new development, developments have happened. Damn, can't say that. Fast. So, uh, the bets deal is on hold, and we'll start uh, shortly after this. Would you like to earn cash on what you buy? Buy online or in store and get cash back. Go to Rakuten.com forward slash R forward slash E-R-I-C-K-J-2-6. Spend $25, you get $10 to buy more. Rakuten is cool stuff. Tons of stores, really good cash back options from 2% to 10% and sometimes even more. Check out Rakuten.com forward slash R forward slash E-R-I-C-K-J-2-6 and start shopping today. Rantingville, USA. Rantingville, USA. Estás caliente pero te siento tan fría. En otras palabras con ganas pero dolida. Alright, I'm back here. Now, the story goes. The information that's going on is that the Mookie Betts deal is on hold, is uncertain. Now, the Mookie Betts trade is a three-team deal. It has the Twins, the Boston Red Sox, and the Dodgers. The Dodgers are involved. The Dodgers will be receiving Mookie Betts and David Price and Cash. The Twins get Kenya Maeda. And the Red Sox will be getting Verdugo and 
a pitching prospect from the Twins. Now, what's happened is the tw the Red Sox have said that the pitching prospect has a medical issue. All the medicals were shared and, and sent to each team, and they've stated that the, the young pitcher from the Twins that was getting traded to the Red Sox has an issue. So that's going to hold up. The Dodgers seem confident that this will be uh, resurrected. The uh, uh, the Twins also seem confident, but the Red Sox are holding are holding stone. So, with that being said, what happens now? Well, we don't know what happens now. We got to wait and figure it out and find out. But that's just a little wrinkle. I think that they'll figure it out. They'll find a way on when to uh, or how to make the. Uh, deal come come to fruition. So that's just my my initial thought. So um, the next topic or the next thing on the agenda here on caught stealing with E Marquez is the New York Mets ownership, the Will Ponds. Now the Will Ponds are just flat out bad. Now. I've discussed this in the past where I've stated that organizations win championships. Now, that's a broad statement, but organizations that are constructed and developed and created in a way where business and business operations and craft or like the sport craft doesn't mix. Now, the only time they do mix is when they win games, they win playoff series, they win championships. Winning equals money, revenues, profits. It's stated in all of uh, NFL. In the NFL, in 2019, the Green Bay Packers registered a profit of less than $1 million. They said that that was due to the high co contracts that they were giving out, player contracts and player salaries. Also, they did some new things that cost money. Uh, they also, their operational costs went higher due to some renovations, due to some changes in the field. They didn't receive as much because they were a bad team, they only had four wins that the year, that year, so that led to them not making money. This is what they're. This is what they're. The CEO was telling their shareholders. So usually the Packers are making in the ranges of thirty-six to forty-two to fifty million dollars in profits. Their operating cost for the year was in the 480s million. So perspective, in order to have a big time pro unit and pro team to spend a lot of money and profits in the $34 million range, $46 million range, $50 million range are high profit because, you know, they're making a lot of money and they have a revenue sharing. They have... A con uh, the contract that is made 
with the TV contracts to the NFL that's shared by every team. So the Bears, for example, made upwards in the $37 million profit in 2019. And they made the playoffs and they won the division. But they made something in that range. I don't know the numbers exactly. I read this some time ago. But the only time winning, I mean, the only time the sport craft operations and the business operations mix is when you win because that leads directly to earning profits. That's what that means. On top of that, the will ponds. The will ponds are selling the Mets. They're selling the Mets. They sold the Mets for $2.6 billion to a billionaire hedge fund owner. I forget his name. But the will ponds put in the deal that the son, I believe his name, I believe, man, Jerry or Jared Wilpon. I, I, I know I'm wrong on that, but he that this deal is contingent on him staying on as the operator of the Mets. Basically, the ownership switches hands, but they want to make sure this guy stays with the job. And I'm thinking to myself, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding. Because how is this even possible? Wilpon, what are you doing? The reason why they want to sell the team is to get you guys out of there. I mean, the reason why the fans want you out or want you to sell the team is so you guys not be around. It's very simple. And then you have the audacity to say, oh, we'll sell you the team, but you got to keep my son on as the CEO. Oh, my. And not only for the transition, but for a full year, two years. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Take your $2.6 billion, create a hedge fund, or give your son $5 million and get him out of Dodge. Get him out of Dodge. Are you kidding? And these organizations think that we're so stupid as supporters, as fans, as as sports lifers, that we're dumb. And then you have this joke. This is what I'm talking about. Look at around the look around all of sports. And today watching the Bulls. The Bulls are a travesty. A travesty. The only way they get fixed is if Anthony Davis decides to come here in free agency. Then they have some kind of some kind of prospect or some kind of a hope for the future. But because it's the organization that it is, there's not going to be anything. It's not going to be anything out- outrageous. It's not going to be anything sustainable because the organization is trash. Trash. I mean, this is how, this is what it is. This is what the Mets are. This is what the Bulls are. The Bears. The Bears are this. The, the, you know, the, I mean, you look up and down ownership, up and down, up and down the leagues, and you just see flat out incompetence. And yet, you know, originally, 
in the 90s, it was billion dollar owners having toys. And this is what our hobbies. And then all of a sudden, TV contracts. TV contracts made these, made these teams a business because with these TV contracts, now these, uh, these teams got started to be worth more than a billion dollars. This NBA, I mean, ESPN and TNT gave the NBA with something like $12 billion TV deal. The NFL got like some kind of sick related $6 billion, $7 billion TV deal. I mean, that kind of stuff changes the game. But the organizations, the organizations stay the same. They stay the same. So the Wilpons to be this, this, like to have this audacity, it's just unreal. It's just unreal. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm appalled. I'm appalled by it. So glad I'm not a Mets fan. So glad I'm not a Knicks fan. And what do you do? What do you do? What do you do as these kind of fans that follow? Look, I, like I watched the game today at the Chicago Bulls. I just watched little snippets here and there. But you see Bulls fans looking miserable. One guy sitting there has his two kids with him. And he looks miserable. I feel bad. I got a buddy who's got partial season tickets to the Bulls because he's a big, he's a big Bulls fan, he's a big Michael Jordan fan. Love the Derrick Rose. Feel bad for him. Feel bad for him because he's sitting there and he and he and he enjoys going to games and he enjoys being at the game. Joys, but these guys are miserable. This team, these players, they're miserable. They look like they're going to a job instead of playing a game. Meanwhile, you have my buddy sitting up in his seats looking down like, man, you know, I can possibly be jagging off right now. I can possibly be looking and watching a movie, binging on Netflix. I can possibly be with my wife and hanging out. But no, I got to sit here and watch you, you assholes do Act like you don't want to be here. Pardon my language. But my goodness. Get it together. Get it together, organizations. Get it together. And and that's what it's about. This is what it is. This is what we're talking about. This is what, this is what I'm ranting about. Rantingville. Rantingville, USA. This is what I'm ranting about here. Organizations have to get better. What's the problem with competition? What's the problem with having a meaningless game in January, February in basketball? A meaningless game in May and June in baseball. A meaningless game in the middle of the season that feels and acts and makes the fan feel like they're watching playoff game. They're watching athletic brilliance. They're watching greatness. It's no longer there. No longer there. Everybody wants to go to the stats. Oh, you got to go to the stats. Look at James Harden. James Harden scored 50 points, shot 35 free throws. You know, nothing. Don't look at stats. Watch a game without the stats. You'll see who's significant. You'll see who matters. You'll see the difference makers. You'll see them. 
But yeah, organizations, the organizations are just ridiculous, ridiculous. Now, I want to cut this short. I want to I don't want to be here for a long time. I've done three episodes this week. So I'm going to, you know, just fly right through, not do no segments, not cut off uh, anything. But <clears throat> I'm going to transition to the Caribbean series, which was interesting today. Uh, happened to be the, the um, semifinals. Puerto Rico lost to Dominican Republic and Mexico lost to Venezuela. So now it's Venezuela and Dominican Republic for the championship tomorrow night in the Caribbean series. And remember, these are the champions of those countries' leagues that are competing, representing the country, representing their country, their country's league, not necessarily players or not necessarily natives of those countries are playing on these teams. So you see, you see Puerto Rico had a lead into the eighth, four, three. I mean, it was a great game. It was a fantastic game. Game flew by, actually. It was a really good game. Uh, Puerto Rico had a lead in, in the eighth. They lost it. Dominican Republic scores two. And then in the ninth, they shut out Puerto Rico. And then that's all she wrote. But, uh, you know, that, that's what happened. Um, the, you know, the, the style of ball, the style of play is just epic. It, 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 they, they match up together well. Um, even though you don't have the greatness of the major leaguers or whatever. Mm, but you have, you have good mix of... Uh, Players that are, uh, you know, play above their means, but above their talent, play to their talent. So it's a great series. Tomorrow's going to be a good game. Uh, I do see Dominican Republic winning it. But again, another great seven days of baseball in the Caribbean series. And this preps me for pitchers and catchers reporting. Pitchers and catchers reporting in, uh, in, in what, 15 days, 16 days. So, we'll see how that goes and what happens there. Um, and that's completely tied in to the marquee network for ES, for uh, the Chicago Cubs. And the Chicago Cubs have 30 days to fix it. Because you can't get their games anywhere else. You can't get their games on channel on WGN. You can't get their games on a local sports station. You can't get their games. So, they're going to have to, you know, fix the kinks. It's going to be something like what happened with Disney Net, with the Disney Plus app. And you'll see that they'll, they'll do something in the range of, uh, they'll do something in the range of, you know, getting the kinks out. You probably won't be able to see a, you probably won't be able to see a, uh, a one spring training game because of technical difficulties, but they'll figure it out. What I'm looking forward to in, the spring training is I'm looking forward to the robot robot umps. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But you know, it's uh it's interesting and yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see how the umpires like it too. It might, it might even benefit the umpires. So uh there it is. So I think uh, I got out all the important stuff. Um uh, trying to think today what else did I hear that was of substance, uh, you know, one, one thing, one thing that's going on 
is uh, former athletes being <clears throat> radio guys or whatever, you know, radio talk show hosts, analysts, and stuff like that. But look, a lot of these guys can do whatever they want to do. They're smart. They're they're witty. They're you know they're they're quick witted. But you know. What we need to understand or what we need is to stop sucking them off. Allow them to make their own name. And allow them to be uh, special or draw attention. I know one of my buddies likes Kyle Long on the radio because he answers questions, which is great. But, you know, Kyle Long on the radio, are you going to answer these questions continuously? Uh, or are you gonna shy away from them when you don't want when when you're like okay I'm a media guy now uh, enough of my playing days okay uh, there was a there was confrontation of or there was a disagreement of him saying that Leonard Floyd uh, is a better choice than any kind of free agent that they bring in to compete against him because he's blocked them. He's blocked Leonard Floyd, and he knows what he can do. He doesn't doesn't know what the other guy does. And the guy said, well, you know, this is your second day in radio. Let's see how you answer this question. And then, he, and then Kyle Long responds, well, this is your zero day in the NFL. So let me just tell you. But the thing is, you can also say, yeah, well, you also blocked for Mitch Trubisky. You wouldn't say that you wouldn't bring in another quarterback to compete against him, would you? Because you blocked for Mitch Trubisky, you wouldn't say simply just state, oh, I blocked for Mitch Trubisky because I know what he can do, so therefore we don't need another quarterback. No, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't say that. So it works both ways. And look, there's guys that played in the NFL. There's guys that played in Major League Baseball and in NBA. And they come at me and they tell me, if they ever came at me and told me, well, what do you think you know about the sports and this and that? No, I know what I'm supposed to be seeing. I'm expecting you guys, the athletes, to make the adjustments because that's your athletic level. My athletic level is different, is lower than yours. But I'm expecting you to make the adjustments at that level just the same way as I make the adjustments at my level. And also, I'm also expecting you, if, if you haven't won and haven't been special and haven't done anything of significance in the NBA, MLB, or NFL, I can simply say we both haven't done anything in the NFL and the pro league. So, you know, yeah, athletes, you guys are athletically special, but don't tell me you're better. That's all. Don't tell me you're better. Just, you know... You want me to know my role, and I want you to understand yours. They both they works both ways. Another thing I heard earlier was uh, a person that is a lawyer and writer, and they wrote a book on what's going on in uh, in, in, in baseball with this competitive balance where. This luxury tax and you got teams that want to get under the luxury tax that they know already in February that they're not going to be able to contend for the title. So they don't even bother signing players or getting better players. Well, this person being a lawyer and writer does nothing for me. 
Because what I want is games. I want ball games. I want to see. You know, you never know what happens on the ball field. A devastating injury occurs. Next thing you know, the Golden State Warriors are not winning the championship. So this thing about put an asterisk by Toronto Raptors because all of the Golden State Warriors were more fragile than glass doesn't work with me because we play the games. We don't we don't read in books or newspapers. We don't we don't say, "Oh, this guy is more talented than this guy on on the paper or in the books or on the stat sheet." So, you know what? Uh These guys automatically won the championship. No. No. It's a war of attrition. So let's go play the games. And again, it comes down to organizations not wanting to put in extra, not wanting to find that diamond in the rough in their own organization, not wanting to develop players to compete with the big boys. This is what it comes down to. And then they want to call it an analytics. Based on analytics... We're not going to be able to compete. Oh, okay. Then, then you know what? Grab your balls, grab your bats, and just go home. Go home and go play video games. Because we don't. If you if you don't want to compete, then don't show up. It's simple. It's simple. So there you go. And uh, took you down Rantingville, USA, and gave you the little gist. Gave you the little. Uh, updates of what's going on. The Wilpons. Oh my God, they are they they continue to blow my mind, blow my mind. Ah, there's just ownership in these organizations that are just fantastical. They're fantastical. It is it, you can't write this. You cannot make this stuff up. And and, and wow, 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 wow. Well, anyway. You guys have a great rest of the week. I'll be back for Whiskey Wine Fridays. We're doing we're doing Michter's and Dark Dark Red uh Apostle uh, uh, Dark Red with Michter's. All right? So check us out uh, or check check me sorry. Check me out and um, we'll get we'll get this show on the road. All right? So you guys enjoy And I'll give you one of the cuts. I'll end it with one of the cuts that I think has been taking over the, the little little audio world lately. Yo sé lo que quiero, pero tú primero dime dejemos el juego y no me mire así que me desespero y quiero hacerlo. Así que me desespero Y a diablo mera wow. No me mire así que me desespero Y a diablo mera wow. No me mire así que me desespero Esos ojos de hechicera Que me invitan a pecar Si ni tan siquiera hablarme Tú me miras si yo me desespero Gracias a Dios que contigo me linkió A veces pego a mi Christian Dior Esto era callado y todo el mundo no vio Dijo que no era así Pero fue que bebió, perdió Like, ah, bebé Avísame pa' verte otra vez Tal vez callar, bebé Es mejor cuando no sabes nada Así que dale pa' acá Bebé, avísame 
aire, así que me desespero. Ia, diablo, mera, wow. No me mire así que me desespero. Ia, diablo, mera. 